This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Delivery just like Leicester City this season. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants, 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, Matt Elliott here. Hi, Alan Smith here. Hey guys, Ian Hume here. Hi everybody, Jerry Taggart here. Be sure to watch Chris and Leicester Till I Die TV for all the latest Leicester City news and information. You can also subscribe on YouTube and various social media channels for the latest updates and news on Leicester City Football Club. Come on, you foxes! The Leicester Till I Die shop is now open. For all your Leicester Till I Die merchandise, visit the Leicester Till I Die shop at our website. They have blown their rivals away. They have blown us all away in truth. Premier League champions 2016. The amazing Leicester City. If you believe the papers, and let's face it, you you buy your paper of choice, you take your choice. Um, Brendan's in, Brendan's out. <sighs> Brendan's shaking it all about. 
Welcome along. This is Leicester Till I Die TV. You can catch us on YouTube live at Leicester Till I Die TV, as I say. And if you are listening on Catch Up on Podcast, thank you so much for the listens. It really does help. This is where you can find us. On your favourite podcast platform, or ask your smart speaker to play the podcast Lester Till I Die. Subscribe, like, follow, and join in now. Anybody who was watching the uh, well yesterday, in fact, will know we did a program on what is wrong at Leicester. Uh, obviously, a lot of the talk was about Brendan, and there's a lot of talk in the paper today that if Liverpool beat us tomorrow. Could be his, he's uh, out the window, he's out the window, he's out the door. You know what? I think it's a bit dramatic, and I don't, you know, my view on it. What's the point in changing the manager now? Um, is it third season syndrome? And will he get over that if he's given a fourth one? Um, I don't know what's happened there, but I have disappeared. This is the preview show. Welcome along. It's the Premier League Preview Show with Chris and Craig on Leicester Till I Die TV on YouTube, Facebook and Twitter. Strap yourself in because we're set up, switched on and ready to go. Doug, good evening. How the devil are you, sir? Good evening, Chris. Thank you very much for having me and uh, yeah you're probably going to Anfield at probably the wrong time uh, well is there ever a good time looking at the stats I mean, whenever we go to Anfield <laughs> you, you manage to stuff us and even when you're losing you come back and beat us on penalties so I don't know when is a good or when is a bad time yeah I mean I, I mean <clears throat> obviously I know I know that things are not going very well for um, Leicester at the moment. I mean, I I watched that Forest game, and I, I feel for you having to do your first watch along ever, <laughs> and it'd be that game. I mean, that was just that was just typical of me um, <laughs> to do my first watch along of the season, and, and it's said that game. There was literally, I think, the only thing that kept me sane was the fact that. Oh, I was doing it with Steve Linux, and he was slightly ahead of us. And uh, so we, we knew when they were about to score. So I, I couldn't go too, uh, too mad when we actually did because I'd seen it, you know, I'd seen his reaction to it. But I mean, it was the performance more than anything. Uh, I mean, you've had Brendan yeah. Rodgers as your manager. Yeah. And I think, you know, a lot of Liverpool fans are saying that. He did this at Liverpool, his third season, he ran out of steam, he ran out of ideas, and that's when you got rid of him. Yeah, absolutely. I think I can see similar comparisons to his third season at Liverpool, where things just started to go horribly wrong. He didn't get the players he wanted. He kept losing in Europe, and um, he had some weird, weird results. I remember us going out to, I think it was... um, I think it was Oldham Athletic in the in the FA Cup. Um, so it's it's one thing for saying that Brendan Rodgers is a very very good manager, um, but just recently that press conference he did um, after the um, 
the actual the defeat against uh, Forest was very interesting. I've never seen him. I've never seen him actually put players under the bus, like throw players under the bus mm. like that. Um, so we are seeing a little bit of a uh, change to to Brendan, but he, he'll he'll know from from all this that you know he started he started as he started a journey with these listed players. He did say maybe it's maybe it's coming to an end the, the, the this core of players maybe maybe he just needs to freshen it up. But from what I've been reading today, it looks like well whatever you whatever you want believe in, in papers that. Uh, that that uh, that the owners are going to give him a a chance to sort of a, over have a squad overhaul. Well, yes, I mean, as I said on the show the other day, what is the point of changing the manager now? You know, we're not in a relegation yeah. fight. Uh, I don't think we will be. I think there are three worse teams than us that will go. You know, that will go down this season. Okay, we're not going to get into Europe, but bring a new manager in now. He's he's got no transfer window. All nope. he's going to do is come in and go, right, I don't like you, I like you, you're not playing, you are, and maybe have a different style of play, and the players are all going to get used to that. You know, they might win one or two on you know, the famous new manager bounce, but you know, I just don't see the point of changing now when it's not going to have a dramatic effect on the season. Yeah, 100%. And, and as, as you said, he's, you know, whoever comes in, won't get the you know won't get the transfer window until the until the summer to you know yeah. bring their own players in bring their bring their own, own ideas across so no I think I think you should probably stick with them until the, the end of the season at least mm. see where you are um, and you know if it goes wrong next season you know basically Rogers had three and a half three in the three and a quarter seasons at, mm. at Liverpool he had um, 2012 2013 13 14 um, yeah, I've got that. I've got this right. 14-15 and then fifteen sixteen, he he was let go after a one-one draw with with Everton. But I, I knew then that he was going to be away because the the form was just ridiculous that that mm-hmm. that season as well. We we kept we kept drawing games. We lost. Like I, this this is this is the thing. This is the thing with with, with Leicester is I never thought he would be th- this low. This this season, I hmm. predicted you to be top four, considering you know the, the season that you guys had. Um, you know, yeah. unfortunately, you, you you did lose the you did lose the you know the, the top four spot. But I I thought you would have a much much better season than than you were having. But you have to say there has been a few similar circumstances, and you have had a lot of injuries. Um, you know. I can't remember you having a solid back four or back three for the whole season. It keeps yeah. changing. And I know how you feel because that was us last season. Well, exactly. I mean, I wrote it down um, the other day. But at some point during this season, there's been injuries to Bertrand, Vestergaard, Evans, Fafana, Soyuncu, Castagna, Ricardo, and James Justin. I mean, mm-hmm. that literally is, is our whole defensive. And you know, Vestergaard, everybody knows my feelings on Vestergaard, but he's come into a team that is unsettled. You know, he, he's new. He hasn't got a regular partner next to him. And how any player, you only get sort of that team spirit and team playing together when you do play together. And, you know, if you don't know who you're... You know, fellow centre back or, or the guy to the right of you is going to be match in, match out. 
it, yeah. it's difficult to, to get any sort of cohesion going. But my other thought is, I say, is maybe that third season syndrome. We had it with you, we had it with Celtic. But Klopp obviously came in, and yeah. managers don't always get a lot of time now, but it, it took a while for him to obviously get Liverpool going. And mm-hmm. when he did, my God, you had a fantastic season. You know, you've, you were, there was an Aiken Cup race, you'd have won it that season. Mm-hmm. Was it a bit of a reverb? Is it at your end? Or I can hear a reverb. A reverb? There's a, 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 you know, a comeback, a bit of a... Oh, right. Is that, is that any better? Oh, no. Yeah, that's better. That's better. Just, yeah, still there, but it's a, it's a lot better. Um, I've got what I was saying now. So, yeah, oh, yeah, Tom, you won everything. Absolutely brilliant. And then the next season, you know, you didn't move on. You actually didn't. I don't know if you actually won anything the next season, or maybe the the league cup. I don't know. But you stuck with him. Mm-hmm. Sometimes managers do have the odd bad season. Yeah, one hundred percent. I mean, we had three seasons where we were just playing relentless, relentless football. Seventeen, eighteen. We got to the Champions League final against Real Madrid. Yes, we might have lost that game, but we got to the Champions League final. The following season, 18-19, was when we won the Champions League. Um, and, you know, it, we we almost won the league that season as well. Mm. We almost won the league that season. Then 19-20, we, we, we could win everything that you could think of. Like we won, we won the European Super Cup, we won the World Club Cup, and then obviously the, the, the Premier League. Yeah, there was always going to be a season where we were going to just fall away ever so slightly, and I think the I think it's, it's good that we've had that season because we are now, albeit I say like nine points behind Manchester City. Obviously, I know they're playing Brentford tonight, so you know I'll go back. It'll probably go back to twelve anyway. But to, to be actually, you know, closer to City because we finished, I think it was I think it was thirteen or fourteen points behind them last season. Yeah. We've managed to refresh the squad as well with the signing of um, Luis Diaz, which I think is a fantastic signing because we've been needing yeah. a big, big freshening up in the the forward line for a long, long time. Um, and you know, some players have gone out on loan, like your Neko Williams, Nat Phillips. You know, they were never going to get a, like Neko Williams. I feel sorry for him because the the one player he has to try getting above is Trent Alexander Arnold. Nat Phillips is the same. He has to get in ahead of Van Dyke, Mata, yeah. Conate, Gomez. You know, it's good for them to get the get get these get these moves. So yeah, there was always going to be one season where we were going to have uh, a bit of a decline, and it sort of feels like Leicester have been playing some very very good football for the past sort of two seasons, and then just now, maybe they're just having their season where everything's starting to go wrong so hopefully hopefully from you know you can take from from our point of view that you could probably have a season next season where everything will probably go back to being you know the the, the same where you'd you be fighting for top four fighting for those european places and again you know i think last couple of seasons 
for a club, whether it be Leicester, whether it be West Ham, Everton, whoever, for somebody to break into that those top spots, you do need one or more of the recognised big six, if you like, not to perform. You know, yeah. or you've got to perform better. And for the last couple of seasons, I think there's probably only been Leicester that have been in the position to challenge that. But this season, you've got West Ham are stronger than they were last season. Um, the problem you've also got is that Spurs and Arsenal have come back into it. They weren't there last season. So there's a lot more going for that sort of position that we were going for. Um, just a few hellos here. Terry, um, I'm still getting that reverb. Um, I've got to be honest with you, Doug. Um, I've, got, I've got a head, so that might, that might actually help. I'm going to be, going to be second. So, so, hello to Terry. How the devil are you, sir? Uh, Roger started the journey with young players. Trouble is he loaded the bus with too much baggage. Vestergaard, to name just one of them. Richard, how the devil are you, sir? Um, you were... How, how, how's how's, uh, how's Mini-Me? Um, you're coming on the show on Friday. Looking forward to that. Um, and we're, <laughs> we're coming for you, uh, according to Andrew. Well, Everton's coming. I don't know whether, Andrew, whether you mean that Everton are coming for us or for Liverpool... But they maybe stopped off last night and had a bit of a break in Newcastle. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Scott, hello, gentlemen. Hope you're both well. We we Hi, Scott. Well, I am. I am. I think. I think. Uh, I think Brad's a little bit. Um, Brad, sorry, Doug's a little bit uh, better than I am. And Facebook user, all right, guys. How are you doing? Um, yeah. So we've, I mean, we've already got here next. You know, Brendan is the favourite to go next, and. He's has got an amazing relationship with the owners. We saw that after the FA Cup. But we also know that the owners, they're sensible. You know, I can remember when mm -hmm. Nigel Pearson in one night was sacked and he was unsacked. You know, his dad wanted to yeah. sack him. The, but it was Top that came in and convinced him not to. Um, we we didn't. We took him back on and then we went on and won the league and, and the rest is history, as they say. So they're sensible, but they're not scared to sack. Look at Granieri. Won us the league. Yeah. Anyway, so they are. Um, I, my thing is though that they brought they brought Brendan in for a mm -hmm. journey. They didn't bring him in as a stopgap. They didn't bring him in because we were we were struggling particularly. I mean, we weren't doing well under Pell, but we weren't sort of struggling. But he came in because of what he can do with youngsters, and we've seen a lot of those youngsters coming through. And why why stop that journey? Because, you know, if we mm -hmm. stop a journey, all we're doing is getting out of one Uber and getting into another one. And the next manager's yeah. got to start again. And like we said before with Klopp, you know, having one... I mean, Ferguson's the same at Man United. Benger at Arsenal. They have a bad season. It doesn't mean that they've got to go. <laughs> Just mm -hmm. the fact that <laughs> you have a bad season and they come back. But... I can say he is favourite to go next. Um, I mean, just some of these names here, or some of them I can't even pronounce, but Graham Potter, two to one favourite. Um, <laughs> please, you know. Um, Lucy. That'd be Brad's loving nightmare, wouldn't it? Yeah, God, you know. Can you imagine Brad on air if, if, if Potter got the job? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Lucy in favour, five to one. And Postigelo. Coming at eight to one. I mean, Steve Cooper, ten to one, has beaten us once. You know, uh, yeah. Gasparini, fourteen to one. And here's where it gets silly. Here's where it gets silly. Potticino, twenty to one. I mean, 
you know, this is mm. what gets I me mean, not the newspapers, but the fans and like, yeah, let's get Potticino in. We always used to say, let's get Angelotti in. We are still at the end of the day, Leicester. And if yeah. Man United knock on um, his front door, Potticino, we're knocking on the back door. I know which door Potticino is going to go to. We're still Leicester. We're not that big yet. But it just, like I said, for me, before we move, I just can't see the point of getting rid of him at this at this stage. And I know you say it's Liverpool. Obviously, you replaced him with Klopp, and and you know you're not going to say that was a that was a bad thing. Um, yeah. But do you think had he had to say had you say got over that because Alex Ferguson, whilst he was at Man United, he actually reinvented that team three or four times. You know, he didn't yeah. win everything with the same team. After a couple of seasons, he could see it was getting stale, and he wasn't scared to get rid of the some of the big names and re- restart the, the the squad if you like. So you know that's mm-hmm. that's a possibility. Yeah, 100%. I mean, you look at... I think this is what this is somewhere where Jurgen Klopp has kind of, has kind of uh, faltered slightly, is that he hasn't refreshed the squad as much. Um, you, look at, you look at the title-winning season. We only brought, I think, if, if my memory serves me correctly, we signed Adrian on a free, and we signed Seth Vandenberg from, like, the Holland third tier. So, yeah. I think he's learned his lesson now that when you see a when he sees a player, he will go for him. Luis Diaz was one that's been scouted since November. He wanted him. He absolutely wanted him. And yes, it might have helped that we played Porto in you know in the the Champions League, but he was the best player on the night at Anfield for for Porto. He absolutely tore us to shreds, and you know we were very fortunate to you know win that game. But um, as soon as Klopp sees a player. You will go. He'll go for him, and I think that's something he he hasn't really done. Um, at, at, at every summer is 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 sort of freshen up the squad because mm. we've needed to freshen up the squad for a long, long time. Um, you know, it's 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 practically the same team sort of three, four seasons in a in a row. So, you know, we've obviously Salamani Firmino. They're turning thirty, I think. This 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 um this, sometime this season coming up as well. So I, you've got Jota, who I think is about twenty five. So he he's the future. Luis Diaz, he's twenty five. He's the future. Yeah. So it's all about freshening freshening up. And you know we've got we've got we've got a magnificent seven if you if you if you like at uh, yeah. our disposal. We've got Salah, Mane, Jota. Luis Diaz, Roberto Firmino, and obviously Minamino and Origi, who have you know stayed on. So to have that strength and depth is going to be so so key if if we want to win uh, trophies this season. Yeah, and I do wonder sometimes because we've got probably the strongest squad we've had for a long, long time, and maybe that's mm-hmm. Brendan's problem is that you know he. <sighs> Child, you know, I'll, I'll go back to the, the and Leicester fans will be bored when we keep saying this. But when we won the um, championship and came up, we had that you could predict what that team was going to be for each game, five or six games before. It yeah. was a solid team. We knew that was what he would play, how he was playing, and that's what Pearson went for. And it was the same team. When we came up after we beat the Man United, they were having the 5 3, somebody would have a good game and they'd be dropped. He just mm-hmm. was swapping it every week. And that's what we can see with Brendan, is that 
he came out and said how good Chowdhury was in the he had to play in a defensive role, but he was brilliant at it. And he was, he was very good. In fact, I think it was the Liverpool game that that that, that happened in. We haven't seen him since. In the yeah. was that good, Brendan. If you're beefing him up, why then is he not doing it? Mendy, Papa Mendy, he's just got he's just won the Afghan. He's in yeah. the Afghan team of the tournament. And He's not in our He's just been taken into the into the Premier League squad for the second. But that's only because we, we sold a few players. So I just mm-hmm. don't follow his logic somehow. I mean, comment here from um, Andrew. It will cost twenty four million pounds to sack him, and that's the problem. If we do sack him, that's twenty four million pounds <laughs> that we're mm-hmm. in Watford. I mean, they probably pay more out in compensation than they do wages for managers. It's just, like I say, yeah. I just think we're just sort of scrapping. If you're going to get a manager in to develop the, the youth and to have this project with the new training centre, then you've got to stick with him, you know. And, and yeah, every ride has a few bumps in it, um, and you've just got, you've got to stick with it. Scott, good evening, sir. How are you? I think Chris would attend on can Brendan get performances going again within the players he's got. I mean, totally. Again, that relegation... Great escape season. I travelled seven hours every home game, three and a half there, three and a half back, to watch us lose. <laughs> Virtually, because we were bottom of that league longer than anybody had been and survived. But we were getting performances. The players were giving it their all. And I think losing to Forest, fine, it's the FA Cup, it's it's going to happen. You know, we're going to have yeah. upsets. That's what we like about the UK, FA Cup, you know. It was the performance, though, I think, that uh, that scared people. If that Forest, uh, if that Leicester turn up to play you, you are going to get wiped the floor with us on Thursday. Yeah, um, I, 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 I was, I was shocked. I was shocked at like watching that game. Um, and the thing, the thing that really struck me was, yet like you go one 0 down. And then all of a sudden, like the, the camera pans off, and then you know, um, poor old poor old Daniel Amarty giving you know the the ball to sort of Brennan Johnson, who you know finishes really really well under under Danny Ward. There's a way of losing. Yeah, you can be competitive, but if you give up like you did when you were three 0 down, that, that has to be very very worrying. And you know, four one, it could have been a lot lot worse. Oh, and, yes, it could. Yeah, but. Do you know what it's? We have to say. Uh, I know it's, it was very, very hard for you to say, but I thought Forest were excellent, and I would not take anything away from Forest. And I'm going. I'm trying to be very careful because I know, for example, when we beat United earlier in the season, it was how bad United were, not how good we were. Yeah, and yeah. as bad as we were, I give all credit to Forest. They made us look like the Championship team. They deserved it. Uh, well done, Forrest. You know, and it's happened now. But like I say, that performance has got to change. Um, Jeannie Twenty, good evening. How the devil are you? Hi, Jeannie. Um, and Anthony, good evening, Anthony. If Rogers is getting sacked because of losing to Forrest, so could Arteta in my book. But at least Leicester's still in the Europa League. Well, we're not we're in the Conference, but for I, I'm happy with the Conference League. You know, I know, I know mm-hmm. a team like Liverpool, Arsenal, etc., would feel it's below them. But for Leicester and a West Ham and Everton, you know, we would be happy with the Europa uh, Conference. I think what if we win it, 
it will be uh, in the record books that we won the first ever one. So, yeah, I don't think we will do, though. <laughs> that is the problem. <laughs> um, but, look, you know, I... I'm not sure what, what what's going to happen uh, on Thursday. It's the players have got to now turn up. You know, yes. I've never, I've not heard Rogers like you said earlier come out. He's always kept his criticism behind the scenes. You know, he's a manager. He, he's not like a Martin O'Neill or a Klopp or a Mourinho. He doesn't kick every ball on the sideline, and and he, you know, he doesn't come out and Mourinho style. Lambas players, you know, when we had the, yeah. the, the COVID gate earlier in the season, Chowdhury, Madison, they all got, we all knew that they'd been punished because they were not in the squad, but nothing was ever said. Now, to come out and say that on camera as he did, and I get, I get he was probably as frustrated as everybody else. It sounds like a manager, you know, that's in trouble, that's fighting relegation, that that comes out and mm-hmm. he just says what he has to say. Like, yes, we were in trouble, but we're going to give it 110%. We're going to fight. And the next game they lose and they come out and say the same thing. It just had the smack of that about it. Yeah, yeah it did. It did. Mm-hmm. But I think he was right to come out and say what he said um, because I think some of those players have definitely failed him. You, you look at... Mm-hmm. Um, you look at Telemans against Forrest, he, he didn't look like the he didn't look like the same player. Mm. Um Soyun, what's happened to Soyunchu? I remember Yeah. I me- <laughs> I remember I remember a lot of people talking Soyunchu up to be very, 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 very good. And then he goes mm. to the Euros and is dreadful. Really, really, really poor. And then he's just come he's just is just come back into Leicester, and he, he just looks a completely different player. I think, again, we have to be fair to Soyuncu and say, yes, he did have a bad Euros. He's then come back into a team that is, has struggled this season. And yeah. so he hasn't been able to sort of get that far. He doesn't know who his partner is one game to the next, and that doesn't help him. Yeah. And Soyuncu, you know, we were happy that we got, you know, Soyuncu, we thought, yeah, Man United have got Maguire for 80 million, but we've got Soyuncu. And if you believe the song, he's got a rather large male appendage as well. But that's that's another story. But, <laughs> um, um, he, I say he doesn't, he needs, he's the sort of player that actually probably needs like a, a Wes Morgan when we had him or an Evans or somebody like that next to him. And that's fine. I get that because when you put a squad together, it's a squad. You know, and yes, I, yeah, you know, drink water was only really good if we look back, and as much as I love him, it was only good because he had Canty next to him, uh, and that's sort of you know been proven. So that that happens with Soyun True, but and as I say, Investor Guard, as, as I say, he's a 15 million tree, he's six foot six until he jumps and he's six foot two. That, um, <laughs> but he has he's, he's not come into a, into a settled team, um. And then there's now there's rumours that Soyuncu wants to leave. I don't know how true that is, to be honest with you, but, you know, we'll see. Um, I mean, Vendon's come out and said, you know, um, he's, it's left him open to criticism, but he says he's still got the backing of the board. I just hope that the board don't come out and give him the voter confidence because that oh, makes no. it ten times worse. It just... Just don't say anything, you know. Just yeah. Know. And 
Yes, he was embarrassed by the 4-1 defeat. Yes, it was, you know, as he said, the worst result he's had as Leicester manager. But it totally, it happens. You know, mm-hmm. uh, well, yeah. we lost to Newport, you know, in the FA Cup. You know, at some point, a team is going to come and just catch you on that day. And say, Tillemans, we know he's going to be leaving in the summer. You know, he's, he's made no, and he deserves to play in a Champions League team. You know, he's, mm-hmm. he's, there's no secret to that fact. That's what he wants. And I'm going to say good luck to him. He had a bad game, but so did everybody else in that squad. You know, you can't, yeah. say, you can't say that Tillemans wants away because he doesn't, you know. Well, yes, he does want away, but he's still giving us the performances and he's still getting in yeah. there. Well, not a captain, I don't think, to be honest with you. We need somebody like a Schmeichel, but out, you know, not in goal as the captaincy, but... Just nobody, nobody turned up the other night, and and that is the worry. Uh, and it will be interesting, and we'll come on to it in a bit. But it will be interesting to see which Leicester turn up uh, tomorrow night. I'll be very interested. But we're going to look at the game in a bit more detail, and we'll be back straight after this. Watch us on YouTube. Listen on your favourite podcast platform, or ask your smart speaker to play the podcast Leicester till I die. Subscribe. Like, follow, and join in now. Yeah, please do join in and please do also give us a uh, smash the likes on YouTube. And if you've not yet subscribed, please do. Um, Anthony says, uh, Chris, hard game. I know, but Arsenal got Wolves on Thursday too. Uh, but Wolves have won their last three and drawn one, so it's a hard game for us. I'm going for a 1 1 draw. Well, I'll take that tomorrow night at this point. Um, <laughs> I also think some of the performances are down to Brendan's tactics. It is. I mean, the thing is, it, the manager, as bad as the team are, it's up to the manager to sort it out. And yes, you know, they're just, well, once the players cross that white line, that's all the manager can do. Well, no, he can't. He can make changes. He gets paid and the book stops with him, you know. Yeah. Um Anthony, Chris, that song was made up about me first. Yes, of course it was. Of course it was. And I'm Jake the Peg with my extra middle leg as well, yes. Um, although perhaps you quoting a Rolf Harris song is not the best thing to do. <laughs> Renny, good evening. How the devil are you, sir? Nice to, nice to have you along. So looking at the game here, um, is it is the cancelled one to Liverpool. It is on BT Sport if you have that platform. And to be honest with you, uh, I'm not sure about doing a watch along. I'm, I'm tempted to because there's so much riding on it after the last game, but I don't know if I can let people see my pain again for two matches running. That wouldn't be very, uh, <laughs> very nice. But uh, last time we played, I mean, this was a surprise because we literally we were beating you in in in, in the in the uh, Caribou Cup. We were ahead. Uh, you've then brought your big guns on. And turned it around and got through on penalties. So this really was was the biggest surprise going. It was, but fair play to you. You, you absolutely deserve to win. We, 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 there was a bit of an off night for us. Um, yeah. But Lookman's goal was 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 very very well taken, and I yeah. I, I had no complaints at the end to to say. But you know, well well done to well done to Leicester. Um, yeah. And I I do. I have, I have to, I have to say from from that game, Henderson was hitting shots from about thirty yards that were like going over cross, going over the crossbar, 
Like I don't I don't know how many volleys he tried. I think it was three or four. And like every shot was going over the bar, over the bar. Obviously, Salah missed a, a penalty there as well. Mm. So I was going to come when, to that. I was going to mention that, believe it or not. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but no, Schmeichel had one of his best games of the season mm. uh, in that game. Sa- saved um, saved Leicester, I think, two, three, four times as well. So um, yeah. yeah, it's tomorrow will be very very interesting because I think he could have a busy night. Yes, I get that feeling. Um, I hope he gets a good night's sleep tonight. I mean, the other thing about that game that I remember is that I don't think we had our strongest 11 out, and that was the embarrassing thing more so about the Forest games, that when you looked at that squad beforehand, that was probably as good as we could we could hope at the moment. It literally was, by one or two exceptions, our strongest squad against Watford in the previous round, because of the COVID problems and illnesses and what have you, we had six youngsters on the pitch at the end of the game. Um, yeah. And they put more effort in, and I think we had a couple in this in this squad as well, they put more effort in than some of the um, some of the more experienced players. So maybe we should just get the youth out again. <laughs> maybe that, yeah. would be, uh, that would be good. Um Ren, of course, I forgot. Of course, your your real name is Doe, not Doug. I forgot that. Doug. <laughs> the, uh... oh, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, it's just when you think it's safe. There's always somebody out there that's going to remind you. Um, yeah. Yes. So uh, he, he's, he's he's got work tomorrow night. But then again, Doug does need the dough. Wait, no, no, hey. never mind. Uh, get Roger out and get Gusto or Potter in. Uh, Anthony, I don't like you anymore. I can I can kick you out of this chat, you know. And, um, <laughs> typical Arsenal fan. Typical Arsenal fan. And Anthony, are Mo Salad and Mane playing? Yes, I think they are. Unfortunately, I, um, wish, they, I wish they were. Salah, but... Salah, yes. Hmm. Mane has just returned to Liverpool this evening, so. My guess will be Salah will start, but Mane will be on the bench. I think it'll yeah. be. I think you'll see the new boy play. Yeah, and again, I think with um, uh, uh, with with Mendy for us now he's in the squad. It might be too soon for him to come back in. Um, but then, like you say, you know, you've got the new guy that's that's starting out for Liverpool, um, so he's going to have something to prove. Mo Salah is going to really want to pay you guys back for that penalty miss the other night. So there's a lot of there's a lot of a bit of pressure on, on Liverpool. But I say all eyes on Leicester. All eyes on Leicester are going to be seeing our performance. And I think it's, yeah. it's in a way. I'm glad we are playing in Liverpool because we can play reasonably well, and we would still expect you to beat us. If we were playing a Norwich or, or a Burnley, with no disrespect to them, you'd be saying, well, we should be winning this, and there's a lot more pressure. And the fact that yeah. it's away gives us a bit of a break, because I think the next game we've got, the weekend, it, well, I don't think I know, it's West Ham at home. And that's the first home fixture after Forest. And yeah, exactly. The, the, the crowd are going to be, they're going to give it to Leicester, and they'll get behind them, but once that whistle goes to end the halves, who knows what's going to happen with the crowds, you know. Uh, Anthony says here, Doug, are you doing a watch-along for the game? 
Unfortunately not. I am working uh, tomorrow yes. evening, so I will miss the game, but I will catch the highlights after I finish at uh, well, 11 o'clock. I'll watch them on the bus. You may say, you may say that I am grasping at straws here, but when we beat uh, in the above game there, Leicester-Liverpool, Doug was working again, so maybe... Maybe it is an omen. <laughs> but I, I am grasping at straws here, aren't I? I mean, you know, look at this. I mean, these these stats here, 31 times we played each other in the Premier League, 16 wins to you, 9 to Leicester. I mean, it just doesn't look good for us. We might as well just sort of save the cost of the journey and uh, and give you the three points. Um, I mean... <laughs> I mean, some some teams have uh, played very very well at Anfield this 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 season um, as mm -hmm. well, but it is sort of starting to become a bit of a fortress again. Um, mm -hmm. And I think, correct me if I'm wrong, but I can't remember the last time you beat us at Anfield. I I'm thinking it was maybe fourteen fifteen season. I think David Nugent may may have scored a winner. Um, so that's my guess at the last time you you. Beat us, I think it was fourteen fifteen. But obviously, someone, someone can correct me um, in in the chat. But the Carabao Cup game, how you did not win that game, I'll never know. Three no. one up, absolutely cruising, and then we, as you say, we did bring our big big guns on, um, and you know we we managed to get a, a a draw, and you know to to take it to you know penalties, and um, you know win on penalties um, as yeah. well. Um, I think the one player for me to watch out for, I know people will probably say, oh, Salah, Salah's a player to watch out for. Diogo Jota, he yes. absolutely yes. loves playing Leicester City. Yes. You did have to mention him, didn't you? But yes, I, I, I agree <laughs> totally. And I think he was a, a great purchase for you. I think you did really, really well in, in getting him. But... Um, this, this is the form going into the game. Um, and I'm pleased to say that, that, that our win over you is still on there as one of the last yep. five games. <laughs> um, but I mean, looking at that, it is. I mean, you, you beat Palace, um, mm -hmm. which is probably not a you know, Palace having a good season. You beat Brentford, which is probably to be expected. Um, you, you only managed the draw, I say only managed the draw against Chelsea, but that's probably a game you should have won. And the same yep. with Spurs. So your form yeah. can be a little bit erratic. It is a bit erratic, but I think um, I think the, the the thing to say is that our home form has been very very good this season. I think I think there's only been two maybe two draws at home. I think, and that was obviously Manchester City and uh, Brighton. I think was the was the other one um, as well. Two two top teams. Two two top teams to. But obviously you should be beating. You should be beating. Um, you know Brighton. Uh, in all honesty, but the home form has been much much better. Um, and it's going to be a very interesting game because I do know that you do have. Um, a few injuries, as I've said. I, I, I believe that. Mm. Um, am I right in saying Vardy's missing tomorrow? Vardy's out. Yeah. I mean, and that's the other thing as well. Now Vardy is such an age where what used to take him a few years ago, three or four weeks to recover, is now taking him seven to eight weeks to recover. Um, but again, yeah. you know, we've we've got Daka, and Daka's a goal machine. Uh, and as much as I love, I love um, uh, Inacho, and I think he's been treated badly again 
by, by, by Rogers, Dakar should be starting. You know, he, he's yeah. so similar to um, uh, uh, Vardy, and we all know that it's the it's the so-called top six teams that we play well against because you give us that space to get in behind you where the other teams don't. But you know, you're talking about Brendan here, who so as as much as I don't want him to go, he does frustrate me. End of last season, Vardy and Inacho together playing well. Fantastic in Atro, our top scorer last season. First game of this season, back to get it. I really don't. But I mean, that's the table. Um, is it from your point of view? Is it over? I mean, you've got that game in hand on Man City, um, but you are sort of, um, is it nine points behind there? Yeah. C- can you catch those? It's not impossible. It's been done before, hasn't it? It has been done before. Um, I can remember. I think. I think say were behind. I think it was either nine or ten points by Manchester mm. United. They obviously, you know, they went on won the won their first um, Premier League title. So it's not mathematically over. No, but realistically, you you would have to say that barring an absolute miracle, it, it probably is. But yeah. City have some tough games coming up. I think mm. they've got. Well, obviously not, not, not tonight. I, I think they'll wait before with Brentford. If I'm being honest yes. with you, um, they've got Norwich on Saturday at Carroll Road. Now, the last time City went to Carroll Road, they lost. So yes. that would that that would be that'd be lovely if they could do that again. Uh, mm. I, I don't, I don't see it. And then I think, if my memory serves me correctly, they've got Spurs at, at the Etihad. They are away to Everton. And then I think it's the Manchester Derby, and then I think they're away at Crystal Palace. So that's not quite an easy no, um, no. running, but um, no. we have to basically focus on ourselves, and you know we can't afford any more slip-ups uh, as well. Mm. Chelsea are the same; they have to be so consistent as well. It's going to be very, very interesting for sure, but we'll see. Yeah. Anthony, you, you're just enjoying this, aren't you? You really are. <laughs> I won't forget this. Like like uh, like uh, I have a long one, and it's not just a memory, I'll tell you. Renny just confirms what we said before. Diaz starting over Mane. Um Niall, good evening, sir. How are you? Welcome along. Um so Looking at that table, going down to Leicester, we're in 10th. You know, we've conceded 37 goals, which I don't know if anybody uh, has seen it at all. But if you go on the iPlayer and go on to um, the football, I think it's the football news show, the football daily news show. Uh, Just tap in the football, it will come up on BBC iPlayer only. But I was on on Monday. Um, I had my ugly mug on, on the cameras. And they were making the point about Leicester's you know, bad defence and how many goals we've conceded. But, you know, we've been there. We've said how bad the defence is. And I think, you know, you struggled last season, didn't you, with, with sort of defenders yep. out. It does. Yep. If you're trying to sort of defend so much, it does stop you attacking. But in a normal season, I mean, Leicester have lost more than we've won. You know, we've won seven, drawn five, lost eight. In a normal season, that would, I think, see us around 14th, 15th. The fact yeah. that we're still the fact that we're still tenth is showing what a mixed up season this is. 
because anybody can really who, who, who would have thought Newcastle would have beaten Everton? Well, I did because I, I had it down in my predictions, but you never thought a 3 1, you couldn't really see that coming, you know. No, and the, the thing that the thing for me is after that game is that you actually look at the table, Everton are only two points above the relegation zone now. Yes, who yes. would have thought they would be anywhere near that? But I, mm. I, I don't see them going down because I think I still think there's three worser teams off there. Yeah. Um, even Bur- I know Burnley drew with um, Manchester United last night, but Manchester United are just going out of Jekyll and Hyde. You just do not know what, what, what team they're, um, they're, 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 they're like they the rest get. of this season, aren't they? You just don't know what they're yeah. going to do one week to the next, you know. And they, they, they also dropped down to fifth last night because obviously West Ham beat um, yes, Watford. Yeah. Um, yeah. so anybody anybody can eat, can be anybody as 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 mm. you said um i i i think you have a very very hard couple of games coming up i mean obviously you've got us tomorrow i think west ham at home me look a, a very very tricky game they're in very very good form and um yeah. that will not be an easy game to be at the well, king no, power they, for they anyway 4-1 at the start of the season so i'm you know not expecting yeah. that to be good as well Anthony says, Chris, don't forget the tissues before the game. Mate, the tissues for me will be for the tears. Unlike Arsenal fans, we use the tissues for something else when it comes to talking about Arteta. And we'll leave it at that, shall we, Anthony? Let's leave it at that. It's too early for me to to follow up on that. (laughs) But believe it or not, yeah, I've got the toilet roll here ready, so don't don't worry. Um, Don't ask why I've got toilet roll next to the uh, computer. Um, a few, a few. I like to say fun facts, but I don't think we can call them fun facts. But uh, City are looking to complete the league double over Liverpool for the first time since the ninety-eight, ninety-nine season under Martin O'Neill. While Brendan Rodgers is looking to become only the second former Reds manager in history to complete a league double over them after leaving the club uh, after Daniel Gallagher in ninety-three, ninety-four with Blackburn Rovers. I mean, yeah. I love the fact where they get these 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 uh, these facts from. If you go back far <laughs> enough, there's always a fact for everything. But um, I can't I can't see it happening. But like you say, it would be Leicester. I mean, we always joke as Leicester fans that following yeah. Leicester is like a roller coaster. It's up and it's down. It's up and it's down, like a like a, a prostitute's knickers on a good night out. You know, the, we've, we never know whether we're going to have a good season or a bad season. Uh, so, kind of. Um, but then, but then you you take that, and then this scares me. Liverpool are unbeaten in their last fourteen Premier League contests at Anfield, won ten, drawn four, and have won their last five in a row. Their best home winning runs is an eight-match streak in July and December 2020. You, you, you've, your confidence has just got to be so high, hasn't it? Yeah, I think looking at it, I mean, we've got a full squad, which I can't remember the last time I said that. We've actually got a full, full, full squad to you know choose from. So, yeah, picking the team tomorrow is going to be. Very, very difficult. Um, great to see Harvey Elliott back. I must say, Harvey Elliott uh, scored a fantastic goal against Cardiff City on uh, on uh, on Sunday, and uh, it's great to see him back after his really, really bad injury at, uh, at Leeds. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I, but as you say, anything can happen in a game of football, and you know you're coming to Anfield on the back of a a, a very bad defeat against you know your your local. Um, rivals forest 
maybe you know it would be the most Leicester thing to lose to Forest and then come to yeah. Anfield to get a result. This is it. It totally, totally would. Um, and like I say, maybe I am grasping at straws, but <laughs> I'm thinking that 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 could could happen. But I can't even say that. Oh, great, we've got players coming back in, you know, because. You know, look at the squad that we had against Forest, and if you can't get up for that game, which is the biggest game, I say, as a local derby we've had in eight years, then you're not going to get up for anything, you know. But yeah, I don't know. It's football, isn't it? You know. Um, another fa- interesting point here against no side is Liverpool's top lost more Premier League matches than he has versus Leicester. Now then, four, yeah. which is level with Man City. The Foxes are looking to become the first team since Pep Guardiola's Bayern Munich versus Borussia Dortmund in 14-15 to beat a top side twice in a league season. I'm sure the managers don't even look at these sort of stats, but <laughs> as, as fans, okay, when, when you're Leicester, we'll, we'll grab at anything, you know. And then the last one here, Leicester's Pats and Dak has been directly involved in seven goals in just nine Premier League appearances so far. Um, four goals, three assists, averaging a goal or assist every 64 minutes. No Foxes player has ever been involved in more than seven goals in the first 10 Premier League matches for the club. And it was Mark Robbins and in 95 and Les Ferdinand in 2003 and even Slomani in 2016. And yet he's not, he's not in the team, you know, Dakar. You know, he, he's mm-hmm. playing in Acho. And I really, I, I mean, if I see that team sheet tomorrow and we are not playing Dakar from the start. And as I, I like Inacho, and I'm sorry, I'm not blaming him for it. You know, a striker can only score if he gets the supply. But we've got to, we've got to be starting with Dakar, you know. I mean, yeah. surely as a fan, you'd be more, you know, would you be more worried if you sort of looked at the team sheet tomorrow? And you know, it's like we, we look at Liverpool and think, oh, Salah's not playing. And it gives you a, a boost. And would yeah. you sooner see us, would you be more worried so if we if we played Daka than if we played Enacho, uh, yeah, I, th- I think I think Daka is as you say a sort of a Vardy esque player, someone who will like um, play on the the last line of the of the defence and give our defenders a really really hard time. Yeah, I, w- I would be I would be worried. I think he has to start tomorrow. He has to start because mm. he'll give. Um, I think it'll be Van Dyke and Matip at the back anyway. He'll give those two a hard time if if he if, if he has a good if he has a good game. Lukman, I'm worried if he plays because obviously yeah. you know he scored against us the last time as well. Yeah. So yeah. Um yeah, I, I I would I would be very, very concerned if, if, if those two are in the in the team. If they're not in the team, then it gives us a little bit of a a little bit of a boost. So you never know. Mm. Is it Rene here? You're saying, Chris, are we going to lose against Liverpool? Or are we going to win? I wanted Rodgers out as soon as possible. No matter, even when we had Puel, and I'm, I can go back to David Pleat years, I never want my team to lose to get a manager out. And no, I just, no. I, I, do, I just can't get man. I'm not saying that's what, well, that's kind of how you've worded it, Rene. Correct me if I'm wrong, but you have kind of worded it like that. And I respect your opinion, don't agree with it, but I just, I guess I just think that we are too trigger happy these days when it comes to managers. Gone will be the day. I mean, you know, the thing with Liverpool, like I said, I can remember Liverpool pre Ferguson era when you were the Man United of that time. And in fairness to Man United, and we've got to be honest with you, I've said this a few times before Fergie and post Fergie, 
they are a top six side. While Fergie mm-hmm. was there, they were unbelievable. Yeah, you're not going to get a Fergie that gets that long at a club these days. Remember how close he was to to being sacked himself as well. Wenger, yeah. how long he was at Arsenal. Those sort of things don't happen. And I remember Liverpool, and you had you had Shankly, then you had Paisley, then you and I might be getting these out of order or whatever. But then you had Evans, and you had a, 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 an amazing team that. When one stepped down, the next one just stepped up. And Liverpool were known for that. But again, that doesn't happen anymore, does it? No, absolutely not. And and you're absolutely right. The the longevity of Premier League managers is um, the longevity of... uh, (laughs) Hopefully not, Mike. Um, I like that with Man United fans. I've always said that. Love them. (laughs) The long the longevity of uh, of managers uh, doesn't happen anymore. I think I think Sean Dyche, I think, if my memory serves me correctly, he is the high stage. Um, I believe he is the longest serving Premier League manager at the moment. Who's that? Sorry, Sean Dyche. Sean Dyche. Yes, yes, he is. I think. Um, I think it, it was to a, a point. Um, uh, the guy at Bournemouth that's at Newcastle now, and I've forgotten Eddie Howe. Uh, but yeah, Eddie Sean Howe, yeah. Dyche. Uh, but when they went down a couple of seasons ago, they stuck with him and he brought them back up. And again, he got them into Europe for a season. Um, yeah. I just, like I say, you've got to either say, and I think this is what they've done with, with Rogers. And Rogers knew when he came to Leicester, he had to rebuild his own um, reputation, if you like, you know, because yes. he'd got this reputation. He'd gone to a big club in Liverpool and you know, Liverpool come knocking. It's, it's, you can't always say no, and he didn't, and he went. And let's face it, you were a sort of a, a slippy Gerard away from winning the title. Um, and he, he was close, but he didn't quite do it. Went to Scotland, and you can say, well, okay, it was Scotland, and he had no Rangers for most of his time up there, so he, he was going to win everything. But he had to prove himself. And I think he knew that coming to Leicester, it was a journey. He was going to get the mm-hmm. you know this sort of project to you know project Leicester if you like to build. We've got the new stadium coming on and, and everything like that. But you can't then say, well, hang on, you know we've had a, we've had a, you know we've had a, we've had a few bad games. I know it's more than a few bad games, but sorry, we don't want you anymore. So what's happened to the project? Yeah. And I think you know as I've always said, if we get rid of Brendan, I worry about who we would get in. If you sat Klopp tomorrow, if we beat you and you said that's enough for getting rid of Klopp, it's not going to happen. You would probably, as Liverpool, have a pretty good damn choice of top managers. Yeah, we would. We, as Leicester, and we've got to take take off your blue tinted spectacles. We at Leicester wouldn't have that. You know, everybody yeah. used to say, "Oh, every time we lost a manager, Ancelotti this, Ancelotti that." You know, he wouldn't have come. He look at he he, he he jumped ship at Everton as soon as Madrid came. You know, knocking, and and that is the is the worry is that I'm hoping that the board are strong enough to say, "Let's ride this season out." You know, we've had for us, you had 30 years of wait. Until it sounds yeah. like you're going to burst into song, doesn't it? 30 years of hurt, but you had 30 years <laughs> between doing really good and winning just and winning the, the Premier League title again. We actually won it while we were waiting for you. I just, just thought I'd throw that in. Um, but uh, we've only had six months of a bad 
run at Leicester. You know, we've got yeah. to we've got to stop. But you know, I, I just I just get fed up with this sacking culture. And you know, I know Ranieri. You know, he didn't get the time. He won us the bloody league title, and then he was sacked six months later. But we were seventeenth, eighteenth yeah. position, and that's the difference. I mean, you can't see us going down, can you? No, no, hell no. You know, and I think that's what we've got to. To, to remember, you know, and if it would be different, I would be sat here and I'm get as annoyed as we all do when we see the team lose and the way they lose, etc. But when you know, and if we were seventeenth or eighteenth now, if we we're in Everton's position, we'd be looking at it completely differently. Everybody's saying, "Oh, Lampard's good. He's gone to Everton. He got them winning again." Yeah, he did for one game. Again, that doesn't make him sort of a, a good manager. Uh, yeah. Rene's gone three-one to Liverpool. Uh, Mike's longest in the Prem, however, the Harrogate manager is the longest in EFL, 12 years in charge. Do you know what, Mike? I do, you need to get out more. I know you sit there in your prison cell with nothing to do but read football books, but you do need, uh, where you get your knowledge from, I've absolutely yeah, that's, that's no brilliant, idea. brilliant, mate. Absolutely yeah. brilliant. I'm looking forward, Mike. The, the next quiz in the Big Fat Football Quiz 2 is Mike. He's taking on Reese. Reese stays on as the current holder. That is going to be interesting because it's like it's like two statos there going up against each other. Aye. You know. But uh, let's let's get we're going to come to this now. Um score predictions. As you know, every time I, I, I do this every week with um the ex-players, and none of them have gone for a Leicester win. I hope they're all doing reverse psychology. I I can't go against my team. I can't. I'm I've gone for one one because I just think I just think that we, we need a performance. We need a performance. And I think the players yeah. have got to decide whether they are behind Rogers or they're not behind Rogers. And they've got to think about their own. Because, like I say, it wasn't, you know, that performance the other day wasn't, I don't think it was a, a, totally down to Rodgers. It was just as much down to those players that were on the pitch and they've got something to prove. And I think whilst it won't be enough to beat you, I think it'll be enough to give you a scare. But uh, Ian Marshall has gone 3-0. Steve Walsh has gone 4-1 and he always backs Leicester. Uh, Jerry Taggart has gone 3-1. Steve Linux has gone 2-0, but uh, he is the king of the reverse psychology. And Ian Wilson has gone 2-0. And you look at that and you wonder why I am bottom of the prediction league. <laughs> that is why I'm sticking by left. I won it last season. I'm having a Sheffield United season. And uh, that's where I've gone down. Which way do you see go this goes score-wise? Obviously, you think it's going to be a Liverpool win. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go for Liverpool win. Um, but I think it's gonna be a lot closer than many people think. I mm. think you will get a goal. I'm gonna go two one, Liverpool. Ooh. I'm, I'd hate to say that I will take that, but if it's that tight, I would love it to be uh, be that. Scott thinks it's going to be a goal fest here, four four. <laughs> see, see Leicester getting four goals past Liverpool. But look, you know, you just never know this season. <laughs> Neil, uh, welcome along, sir. Um, we'll all be together 
in an hour's time on Doug's channel. Yes. 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 You know. Indeed. Indeed, you guys will be. Yeah. Three Leicester, one Liverpool fans. That's what I, I like. I was on a Liverpool, I was on Statman's uh, show last night, and he does a quiz. He, he didn't tell me, and he, he know what I like about quizzes. I don't mind hosting them, but I don't like taking part in them. But he sprung this quiz on, and it was like uh, Blockbusters. There was two Liverpool fans and me. <laughs> like how unfair and that said i did take it to a tie break so i was kind of pleased with myself but um uh mike's gone one nil to leicester lookman yeah well take that again i will take that again i'm going to be honest with you um and uh neil says doug is going to be sick of us at this rate <laughs> let's hope he's even sicker when it comes to Thursday night, <laughs> we are looking. You'll have to pop. Because we're doing the post-match show when you're coming home from work. So you'll have to try and uh, pop on while you're on the bus. You know. Yeah, um, I'll try. I'll try. Yes. I'll try my. I'll try my best. I'll try. Yes. I'll try my best. And don't do a don't do a nippon, and get thrown off the bus for streaming. <laughs> oh bloody hell! Honestly, <laughs> like I don't. I don't get what goes in his head to think about going. <laughs> On streams when he's on buses, when he's outside, like I'm just happy. I'm just happy, basically being in in my flat, just yeah. in, in my chair, sat yeah. back, just talking yeah. to you. I I don't want to do it on like public transport, or obviously sometimes you obviously uh, sometimes have to obviously do it outside. Uh, you know, if, if you're yeah. coming home and that, but not on buses. Goodness me, and I think. You you need to. I don't know if, if you saw it. Like I think I think I saw you in the chat, Rich's chat last night, and, and he was on that, and he just took the conversation in a completely different way. And mm -hmm. every time uh, Rich said, "Right, I don't know, we're going to bring it to an end now," he'd ask another question about something completely off topic, whilst whilst doing a tour of his house, which must be as big as Buckingham Palace because he was walking around his house and oh, it was like it was, homes under the hammer. It was like castles under the hammer. I heard something in my room and I thought he'd actually walked all the way up here and broken into my house. <laughs> I, I'll, I'll be honest. I'll be honest with you. I completely lost him and he was talking about rivals. Oh, Oh, you yeah, you were that yeah watching yeah. I don't. I did not understand that at all. <laughs> I do not. You know, uh, beyond the ninety, only crazy people talk on buses. Yes, and yeah. if you don't find the nutter on the bus, then you are the nutter. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Ever, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. If you ever ever get a chance, let's try and YouTube Jasper Carrot nutter on the bus because it sums it up. Totally, but yes, I don't know. I mean, I did say I going off, um, going off uh, Nippon's you know, thought that our rival is was Sydney FC in Australia. I mean, where he was coming up with that, I do not know, you know. Um, it was, was just that's mad, oh, absolutely mad. Like, like, obviously, I know from. Obviously, I know from like our right, like our rivals, like our rivals yeah. are Manchester United, Everton, mm -hmm. and then it's yeah. like something like Chelsea, Man City, and then probably like Arsenal. Like I've never, never thought of, um, I've never thought of like Chelsea to. <laughs> I what he was saying, he, I just he completely lost me. Completely I lost me. I let I literally just went off the stream after that because I was like, what the hell is he talking about?
well, Rich modded me, so I felt like I had to stop and uh, and uh, and kind of follow it. Um, although I did manage, I managed within within five minutes of being made a mod of upsetting somebody because I, I I put him on time out for swearing at me. But it was um, oh oh dear, yeah. Well, no, he did. He, I don't mind a bit of swearing, but he did he did tell me to f off literally in the chat. So I'm sorry that was it. <laughs> it was yeah, 300 no. seconds. Get a life, you know. That's yeah, thing. yeah. Um, but no, I I just do not know. I think if Nippon, I love you to bits, mate. But as you were, whenever he says, can I come on your channel? I go, well, as long as you're not in the car driving or eating, then yes, you can. But just nip and do never, ever leave your brain to science because I don't think even they could work out what's going on in there, you know. But uh, who knows? <laughs> who knows? He's one of a kind. Uh, Doug, thank you so much for coming on. My absolute pleasure. Uh, we will see you, like I say, in 50-odd minutes again. Um, it's a Leicester takeover of your channel. Talking about your channel, like I say, guys, if you're watching this, come and join us on Doug's channel at 9 o'clock, and Doug will now tell us where you can find him. Yeah, my YouTube is the Dugout Football Channel. Uh, I am on Twitter at nrod underscore 1992, which is right there. Uh, my Instagram is Douglas Horn, and I'm on Facebook at Douglas James Horn. Yeah, brilliant. Um, and can I say it was lovely to see a football fan with some pets earlier that weren't being abused? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh, I believe some Arsenal fans have said if only he could hit the ball like that, they might do better. But that's, uh, that's for another time and another show. <laughs> Doug, thank you so much, mate. I'd wish you all the best, but you know I wouldn't mean it. <laughs> I will. Uh... Yeah. Everybody, get over to Doug's channel and catch us all having a go. Liverpool, Leicester, more um, reviews at Doug's channel at 9 o'clock. The links are in the YouTube description below, so make sure you give him a like and give him a follow. Thanks very much, Doug. I'll see you in 50 minutes. See you in 50 minutes. Cheers. Take care. Thanks a lot. Bye-bye. Great guy there, Doug. Make sure you do get over to his channel, Dugout um, TV channel, and give him a, a follow. And also, um, if you're not doing it already, um, another Leicester channel, Beyond the 90, give them a follow. Great channel, Neil and Ant, the little and large of Leicester City. Neil and Ant there. Give them a follow as well. Great channel. And yes, uh, yes, Mike, on Dugs at nine. Um, so... Uh, uh, Leicester, yes, it was it was an embarrassment. If you haven't watched it already, I had Neil on and thank you, Neil, for coming on last night. A very short notice. Um, we did have the all Rogers in out or shake it all about. Anyway, I'm gonna go off and I'm gonna eat. If you've been watching this, thank you so much. If you've enjoyed it, smash that likes button and please, please also give us a subscribe. We are growing very slowly, but it all helps the channels. Support the Leicester channels as well. Make sure you, you, you're over there and you're subscribing to be on the 90. And um, we will see uh, how it goes. Mike, depending what time that finishes, but yeah, we can have a chat afterwards. No worries. Um, I will say also, if you listen to this on Catch Up on podcast, thank you so much for listening. Looking at my face, I don't blame you if you want to listen rather than um, <laughs> rather than watch. Big game tomorrow. We're going to be back afterwards with the post-match show with Brad, possibly Doug, on his way home from work. And you know what? I don't, I don't mind if we lose. What we've got to show against Liverpool, we've got to show some balls. Because at the moment, 
I'd sooner walk, go and watch the Leicester City women's team. At least they're putting up the fight. Leicester mending the other day. And if they if they don't put a performance in against Liverpool, it's going to be like Christians facing the Lions at the KP on Sunday. Because that is going to be one hell of an atmosphere. Thanks, everybody, for watching. See you in an hour on, on Doug's channel at 9. And I'll see you tomorrow night uh, about half 10-ish for the post-match show with Brad. Take care. Thanks for watching. Thanks for joining in. Everybody who is in the chat, stay safe. Leicester Till I Die podcasts on the Apple iTunes, Spotify, Google, Anchor, and all podcast platforms. The Leicester Till I Die shop is now open. For all your Leicester Till I Die merchandise, visit the Leicester Till I Die shop at our website. Thanks for watching Leicester Till I Die. This is Chris saying goodbye and see you next time. Podcast Network. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? A participating restaurants 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc., This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.